past performance is not indicative of future results. What's wrong with this statement? I'm going to explain it. Stay tuned. From Philadelphia, the home of the Liberty Bell, Financial Freedom Radio starts now. Here's your host, Raymond Jewell. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in or tuning back into Financial Freedom Radio. We're just blessed that you're here, and thank you all for coming. Uh, let me introduce our producer engineer. Casey Jones is not with us. We have a new uh, a producer and engineer, a very gifted and talented person, Steve Bailey. Say hi, Stevie. Hey there, Dr. Ray. How are you? Uh, before you go on, I want to apologize to your audience for the technical things we went through last week. It was a, it was a hot mess, to say the least. It was our first time doing it that way, and the video wasn't as good as I would have liked. The audio had a little bit of echo to it, but I think I've got a lot of those problems dialed in for this week, so I think we'll be good to go for this week. So thank you for your patience with me. Yeah, I was going to ask you what happened. Yeah, there was a lot going on. It's new software. I've, I've done video production for years. I've just never done it in a live environment like this. So it was a little stressful, but I, th I think I got it dialed in. I think this is going to be a good show. Good. Well, we're going to have a grand show. Not just good. We're going to have a grand show. And we're going to open with our phrase. Uh, Albert Einstein has been attributed to saying this. The mind that opens to a new idea never goes back to its original size. My goal, our goal uh, on these video podcasts is to expand your mind, to give you new thoughts into wealth creation and finance and, and have you look at things a different way instead of the traditional ways the financial institutions want us to look at things. And so we're going to talk about the statement that I opened with. Past performance is not indicative of future results. I heard this the other, I've heard this for years, but I, I, I was watching TV and a financial uh, show came, not a show, but an ad came on and they explained all these wonderful things of buying stocks and mutual funds. And then they said, past performance is not indicative of future results. And I'm sitting there scratching my head. Well, why did you go through all this mess if you're going to tell me it doesn't work? So let's look at that. Past performance is not indicative of future results. And think about it. If I tell you that an investment is going to get you this great rate of return and you are getting all excited about what we're going to be able to do in this, in this terrific rate of return, and then I turn around and say, but past performance is not indicative of future results. Didn't I just say? that it really doesn't work, that if you give me your money, there's no guarantee, but I've told you all these great things about it. So let's dig into that and talk about it as far as, as the thinking. Would you ever drive a car looking out of the rear window? Of course not, <laughs> you crash for sure. You'd crash looking out the, just imagine you're looking out the rear window trying to go forward and, and you're, you're driving the car, it's not gonna work. But that's what the financial institutions are telling you. 
They want you to look back at past performance and then they're going to tell you how great it's been. But then they're going to tell you that past performance is not indicative of future results. That's just stupid. It makes no sense. Show me the projection of the future results. Tell me you're guessing. I don't care, but at least show me something. But see, stocks and mutual funds are not long-term investments, and they can't do that. They can only show you short-term or tell you what they've done in the past and give you the disclaimer. Because it all goes back to the four basic rules of the financial institutions. They have to get your money and they will do anything they can to get your money. They will stretch the truth almost to the, to the, uh, to bordering on falsehoods. They will, they will say anything they can to get you to, to believe that what they're telling you is correct. And they've got to get your money on a systematic and ongoing basis. So what do they do? They tell you, well, you need the dollar cost average. That means you put it in every month and you, you as the thing goes up and down, you, you get the highs and lows and you average it out. What's wrong with putting it in, getting the highs and lows? You're still going to end up with the same thing. And then the next one is they want to hang on to your money as, as long as possible. Have you ever called and asked to take your money out? You, they'll drag their feet. You may take a week, two weeks to get your money because they want to earn the float on it. They want to continue earning money even though you've requested it. And if you want it immediately, I think you got to pay a little penalty to get it immediately. Not sure. Depends on the investment. So don't don't hold that as being factual. Let's bring it down real fast. They want to get your money, get it on a systematic and ongoing basis, hold on to it for as long as possible and give it back as little as possible. And if they violate these rules, they're out of business. So what do they do to get your money? They tell you the these great, great stories of interest rates and if you put your money in here for for uh, 30 or 40 years, you're going to have a million dollars based on a projection projected interest rate that is volatile as hell. It's going to go up and down and probably is not going to sustain that level that you'll have millions of dollars at the end. And then they turn around and say, but past performance is not indicative of future results. So it's crazy. And so what do you do? You either believe them or you don't. You either ignore the disclaimer and do what they ask you to do or you don't. But what they're really telling you is we're not guaranteeing anything. You give us your hard-earned money because you're the wealth creator in this whole picture. Not them. So let's talk about mutual funds and stocks. They're not long-term investments. You want to find an institution that projects out into the future if you're going to use them. 
annuities, whole life insurance, those companies that sell those products are long-term. They, they project out into the future. You could get them to give you an illustration. They may tell you that those illustrations can be, can be up or down. They're not gonna guarantee the numbers, but at least they're projecting out into the future. And a lot of times they're pretty close. But you want to see what's going to happen. When you drive your car, do you drive looking right over the hood of your car? Or do you drive looking all the way down the road to the end? You look down the road to the end or a combination of both. You want to see how far that car is going to go. And you want to see how straight you can get it. And you want to see any potholes that are going to, that you're going to hit as you're going down that road. That's what you do in, in your financial world. You want to see as far down that road as you can. You don't want to buy into past performance is not indicative of future results because that's just silly. You want to see them give you a projection, even though they won't guarantee it. What's the projection going to be based on your best guess? Because this is what you do, long-term investments. It's a known fact that annuities and insurance policy and good insurance policies, good whole life policies will outperform markets. But the financial people will never tell you that. They'll discredit that. They, will, they want you to give them your money. Give it to them on a systematic and ongoing basis. Hang on to it for as long as possible and give it back as little as possible. Because if they can't get your money, they don't get paid. So you do get a good interest rate and you want to see what it's going to look like in the future. So when you see these ads that, uh, that they're running, what's the ad that, uh, uh, Stevie, what's that ad that they run a lot that, uh, want you to turn in your your settlements that you've gotten from, from an insurance company for an accident. They want you to convert it to cash instead of getting paid every year. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't remember. But it's I see that with a lot of like lawyers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. So they want you to uh, uh, to convert it to cash because then they want to hang on to that payout. So they're going to buy it from you for pennies on a dollar. So they think it's a good investment. Why shouldn't you? There are companies out there, what is it called? Viatical settlements where they'll buy your life insurance policy and they'll pay you pennies on a dollar. So you can get your cash up front and they'll keep it. So when you die, they get a big bang at the end and they're paying, they're paying out pennies on a dollar because you want cash. Because people are cash driven in their minds. They think, I want cash. And when you convert anything to cash, you lose. Wealthy people do not convert things to cash. They want it to stay in, in assets. Like, for example, if they buy a, a valuable painting, they know that it's worth thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars. If they need money, they can always convert it to cash, but as long as it stays in that form, that painting form, it's gonna go up in value because it's rare. 
the same with gold. You hear advertisements on TV, buy gold. Put that piece of gold in your hand because gold goes up and down. It's got a market. And as long as it stays in that gold, it will appreciate as the market goes up. But when you convert it to cash and it becomes fiat money, it starts to depreciate. Money depreciates. The value of it goes down over time. It's like your real estate. That's wealth. You, you didn't hear past performance is not indicative of future results when you bought your house because that's gonna go up over time. It increases as inflation goes up and the demand for housing goes up and all other, lots of other economic variables come into play. The uh, financial companies know it, so they wanna get you to take loans on your equity of your house, take your cash out and then pay off debt that you have with them and they know you're gonna run up more. Or I hear them say, take a vacation. And there's an ad on TV for veterans where they'll give them zero down for financing. These financial institutions know that when you've got money in long-term solid investments, they want to get a hold of it. And they're going to try everything they can to get a hold of it. They want you to give them your money. And if it's in an asset that's appreciating, they want it to go up. And then when you take a home equity loan, you now owe them money because you borrowed your equity. You don't have your equity anymore. It's not yours. Even if you sell your house, it's not yours. You've given up control of your own money. So what I've tried to get convey in our show today is don't let these financial people hoodwink you. Think it out. Look at it from a logical perspective. What, what they're telling you, is it right or is it wrong? Does it follow, fall into the uh, four rules of financial institutions? Are they just trying to get your money? Remember, they're not the wealth creator, but they have all sorts of degrees at the, at the end of their name. And, and uh, they, they run around and they, they tell you about these great rates of return and their financial planners. They're going to plan for your finances and everything. And most of the time you end up buying some sort of investment. And they want to get your money into mutual funds, stocks, because they get paid a lot of money. And inside the mutual funds, there are all sorts of hidden charges that unless you read the prospectus or their document, you're not going to find them. There's all sorts of charges that you end up paying. And they make their commissions on it. And when you hear commission-free, it's not commission-free. And now the big thing is manage your own money. Well, if I gave you a Ferrari and I said, go drive in the Grand Prix of Monaco, could you do that? No, it's not your area of expertise. So they want to give you the ability to give them your money and you control where it goes and you're not even skilled for that. When you turn your money over to financial institutions, you lose control and you don't need to do it to build wealth. Wealth creation does not come from financial institutions. It comes from you. You're the wealth creator in your world. You're the one that creates wealth. And we're, next show, we're going to start going into that. We're going to start talking about the wealth creation principles that have been used by historic people down through the ages. 
thousands of years. These principles have never changed. They're the natural laws of economics, the universal laws of economics and universal laws of wealth creation. We're going to teach you how to create the wealth. You go to work every day. You've put in your time. You've earned your hard-earned money, and then you want to have a better life. So you invest it. And when you invest it with the financial institutions, you're gambling because they don't know what's going to happen. With the institutions not knowing what's going to happen with your money, it's gambling. As I said, it's gambling. You don't want to do that. It's too hard to earn. So we're going to teach you how to create it, how to earn it, create it, build it through the universal laws. And it's easy. It's not difficult. But you haven't been exposed to this before because the financial institutions don't want you to know. They don't want me telling you this information. They will put me down. They will, they will tell me I'm nuts that it doesn't make sense, but it's how these guys have, have built their wealth. I've been researching this for 40 years, and I've been teaching it to my clients for almost as long. And believe me, we have success story after success story. This information is going to help you if you want to build a better lifestyle, uh, build wealth, build a better business, whatever you want in life. These are the cornerstones to it, not the financial institutions. <laughs> they have no clue. They're in it to make money. Get your money. Uh, we're going to wrap up here. I want to thank you all for coming and listening. And if you want to get any of the notes from these shows, you can go to financialfreedomradio.com and uh, click on the blog, and it'll take you to to the text from this. But again, thank you for coming. And we want to see you back here next week at Financial Freedom Radio. Take care. God bless. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. If you want to learn how to create real sustainable wealth like the extremely rich people do, or maybe you just want to sustain the wealth you already have, you need to check out Dr. Ray's new book, Why the Rich are Rich. Ray's been coaching clients for 35 years and has completely unlocked the secret strategies that rich people use day in and day out to grow and sustain their wealth, regardless of what's going on in the economy. His book is completely free, and you can get it by going to whytherichareRich.com and entering your email address. Again, that's whytherichareRich.com. Head over there now.